0: And welcome to Bit Parade, the podcast where we play hits and flops from video game history and transform them into song. I'm Mike Petri, and with me as always is my friend and collaborator, your Lost Marble and mine, Eli Bolin. Hello. It's so good to be back. Yeah, man. It's uh, thrilling. After some audio difficulties, we are up and running, learning how to get logic to talk to Zoom and back and forth. I think as long as we spend
1: 45 minutes or so, setting up the audio for each episode we'll have that
0: momentum going behind us yeah i kind of wish i just had been recording because it was quality stuff oh yeah absolutely looking up articles on how to get zoom to talk to logic <laughs> one of these and they don't want to talk <laughs> no they don't
1: but one of these days we'll we'll get it flawless
0: yeah. flawless right out of the gate um so <laughs> i thought it'd be a good idea right off the bat to uh I realized listening back to last week's episode how poor a job I did of maybe explaining the concept of what the show is. I thought it was good. So maybe we, we start with that. Or at least the fact that we... So yeah, Bit Parade, we're here to talk about a, a video game and transform it into song. And part of that magic for the listener is hearing us make the song, but also then experiencing like a full-fledged like demo that we make, kind of off-air with like drums and keyboards and stuff like that
1: everything everything the whole kit and Caboom. studio quality as i think i said like you could hear it on you know Sirius uh xm hits one kiss fm iheart download it we yeah. might you know we might throw these up as like spotify singles eventually depending oh on yeah, it, yeah depending on how cocky we get
0: whatever you know who knows maybe even a patreon we'll see yeah that's true if uh someone wants to pay for any of these We'll yeah, we'll we'll try to find ways to get people to spend money on this cuz We will squeeze you for all your worth. Absolutely. Is what we're saying.
1: Like a like a delicious grapefruit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like a stringy mango. Yeah. Uh well, let's um when we transition to our first official section with our first official bumper, uh which I like to call um what you playing. What are you playing? What am I playing? Uh I'm playing a couple things. I you know, I was lucky enough uh 2 months ago to get a hold of a PlayStation 5. Um one of the the few proud people that just kind of looked at my phone for a solid 2 or 3 weeks until you know, more of them were released on GameStop or Walmart and I was able to get a bundle from GameStop. And uh so I've been playing this game called Demon Souls which is I'm very, very bad at. It's um you're just kind of in this gothic medieval world and it's very hard and uh things try to kill you and you die a lot. Is it a first person shooter kind of game? No, it's it's uh it's like over the shoulder, like a third person I mean you mostly have swords and like axes and stuff. It's kind of that bow, bow and arrow. But it's just like the movement's very slow and very deliberate. So when things come to you, you have to be very precise about how you roll out of the way or how you attack because there's very little room for error. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's little opportunities to save your game, so you will lose lots of progress when you die. But if you go back to the place where you died, you can get your the souls you collected, which you can then use to like level up your character. Uh, but I'm, this is like, I don't know if you ever heard of Dark Souls, which is a similar kind of game. It's kind of a genre almost of this kind of brutal style of gameplay. Yeah. I've, I've heard of it, but I've never, I've never played it. Yeah. I, I keep thinking, you know, I, it's, it's enchanted me for years and I've dipped them in my toes. And I've never been good at it. I'm thinking this is the one finally, but I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm more into this sort of like, like uh cartoonish sort of games (laughs) with like the the bright-eyed like white round eyes sort of uh yeah those kind of like gothic
0: games i've never really uh i've never really played them too much oh i definitely need a palate cleanser afterwards if i play that like i can only do an hour or so and then i have to play you know mario kart or something
1: oh for sure
0: yeah how about you have you been playing anything
1: yeah, there's a couple things. I um, so in the long term, I uh, you know I know that like a very popular game with people and uh, then who have, have a Switch is uh, Animal Crossing: The New Horizons, which I, I don't know if you've played that or if that's something you're into. When
0: it came out, I went real hard on it, and I haven't touched it since June. So, so I,
1: I do not own that game, and I haven't played it. But um, so I, I have a a, a DS. I don't have the 3DS but I have a, a 2DS XL and I recently bought because we have a Switch but I sort of consider that my my son's system in a lot of ways. Oh sure. And we uh and so I've sort of I sort of feel like I've inherited the DS. So I actually bought myself a copy of New Leaf. Oh great! Uh, I, b- I bought myself New Leaf, which is, uh, is sort of the abandoned Animal Crossing. Right. Uh, but it's still there, and I guess there's still a wide community of players for it. So I, uh, when I want to relax, if I have any free time, which which I don't really, but I will I will pull out New Leaf, and I've I've built myself a whole little town, and it's that game is really a slow burn. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I uh, I I like just opened my nightclub the other night. Oh, cool. Which I'm very excited about, uh, and so I'm gonna pop in there a little later, maybe, and and yeah, check out a concert. Yeah, see what KK's up to. Yeah, KK Slater. I have yeah. yet to see him perform, and I'm, oh, I'm very
0: excited about that. You're in for a treat, man. He's uh, he's got quite a voice on him, and his yeah. songs are true bops.
1: Yeah, I'm, I uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna do that. You know, just you know, making my town beautiful, and uh, you know, hanging out with my uh, my neighbors. I got Kid Cat in there. Zell, uh, who's a gazelle, I believe. Oh, awesome! You know, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's very relaxing that game.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like in retrospect, I kind of feel like I enjoyed New Leaf more than I did uh, Horizons or New Horizons. Oh, at the end inter- of the
1: day. interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean, New Horizons has like some crafting that's kind of fun. You're making your own furniture, but I don't know. I just felt like there's kind of more to do, more stuff to get in new leaf. Is it like more goal oriented or I, even less so, but it just felt a little bigger to me for some reason.
1: Oh, interesting. I yeah. mean, the one thing that I'm missing out on, I guess, is that I I don't have any like, you know, friends uh like like other people I know that are playing the game or I can like go visit their town. So I'm like I'm very isolated. Uh, but I
0: don't mind. It's like it's like a little escapism, I guess. I remember what was so cool when the game first came out was, you know, back when you know I took subways before there was a pandemic and all that. Uh, do you know about like the Street Pass function on the the DS or the 3DS? Or I, 2DS? I I do know about it, but I've never used it. Yeah, it was cool with Animal Crossing because you didn't really have to do anything; just kind of turn it on, but. As you just pass random people, like, their house could get downloaded into your 3DS, like, via just, like, having been in proximity with them. Would they have to be playing the game at the same time? or No, as long as they just have their 3DS on them. Like, your 3DS can be like, oh, hey, there's another 3DS, like, near me. And if the settings are turned on to share, like, the house in Animal Crossing, you would just, like, kind of get home. And turn on your Animal Crossing and, like, oh, look, at I have all these, like, houses of other New Yorkers that oh, I can go visit.
1: That's awesome.
0: And, like, you can't change their layout. or It was just kind of like a carbon copy of what they made of their house. And you could end up, like, buying stuff from the house for your own house.
1: Oh, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, that was pretty cool.
1: The, uh, the other game that I'm playing is we just uh, picked up uh, the... Uh, the port of super mario 3d world oh i was hoping you you got that (laughs) yeah that uh we've been waiting for that for a while yeah uh and it's it's just fantastic that game is so wonderful and to be able to own a copy because we do not have a wii u we've never had a wii u as as many have not so um and it's such a
0: beautiful game Really, and it's it's nice it's to it's a be lot to, of fun.
1: It's a lot of fun, and it's like I don't really, think a lot of
0: people got to play it when it first came out. But I'm I'm glad they ported it because it's it's a it's a really good Mario. Yeah, and it comes with that other game called Bowser's Fury, which is kind yeah. Of been, have you have you tried that out yet?
1: A little bit. It's it's like an open world sort of Mario game with the same gameplay as 3D World, but I haven't really spent a lot of time with that because we've just been sort of exploring uh, 3D World. Uh, which, it's just so much fun. So we're kind of near the end of it already. Oh, But cool. we have to go back and, and get a lot of the the green stars and the stamps.
0: Of course. Got to get those stamps. <laughs> I, I definitely want to pick that up at some point. I kind of exhausted my game budget for the month uh, with uh, this game called Hitman 3 came out. Uh, which I've been playing on PlayStation. Which is... You you do, you do murders in this. <laughs> you do assassinations. You just do some murders. It's, but it's kind of more like puzzle-based. Like you're not, you just aren't walking around like slinging your guns. Like you have to find creative ways to like, oh, I have to dress up as a security guard so that I can sneak in this way and then dress up as like a chef and so that I can poison this guy's drink and then strangle him while he goes to throw up in the bathroom. <laughs> um, and it's not as gruesome as it actually sounds. It's pretty just kind of cartoony and very like just silly sometimes because sometimes it's maybe you have to s- disguise yourself as a clown or like a giant like bird mascot depending on what, the, what city you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I bought that. And I also ended up getting Hitman 2 because I liked it so much. And I was like, okay, I can't buy any more video games this month. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a way to let your uh, your inner beast out through gaming. <laughs> I, I like to think I don't have one of those, but I don't know. We'll we'll see what my murder <laughs> <laughs> ratio ends up being. <laughs> well, speaking of murder ratios... Oh, uh, that's a perfect pivot to talk about uh, Marble Madness, I think. I th- I think so. So yeah, Marble Madness is our game of the week. This is a game that came out originally for Arcade in 1984, um, and it was ported to like just about every system from the Amiga to Sega Genesis. And we played it on uh, NES, which th- that port came out in 1989, which is a full five years after the first version came out. Um, and some other games that came out that year were, what, River City Ransom, DuckTales, Super Mario Land on Game Boy, uh, Tetris on Game Boy, Castlevania 3. That was the Game Boy launch year, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess so. It's funny. I think of Marble Madness being older than that just because of the age I was. But,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Did you did you have Marble Madness on a on uh, cartridge?
0: I rented it several times from Hollywood Video. That's right. We had talked about that. <laughs> yeah. We alluded to that last week.
1: Hollywood, Hollywood, the uh, the blockbuster, blockbusters yeah. competitor, the sort of. I always thought of Hollywood Video as like the, the sort of like uh,
0: the Kroger brand of.
1: Yeah, exactly the Kroger <laughs> the Kroger version of blockbuster.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah, Hollywood blockbuster. It's very, uh, Los Angeles <laughs> freewheeling mm-hmm. high times. Although I think actually it might have been from Mister Video is where i rented it from now that i think about it which was just like a local video store in charleston west virginia
1: yeah we didn't our r&d video stores didn't didn't traffic in video games oh wow
0: yeah they they were too cool for school i guess yeah ours ended up like selling video games like used games and i think you could rent systems there too maybe they're still around who knows do you remember when video stores? Not, not to digress too much, but like,
1: <laughs> if you wanted to buy a movie on like VHS, it was like a hundred dollars.
0: <laughs> really? Do you remember? Do you remember that? I I mean, I think maybe specifically from like. So you, do you mean ha- like when when rental places would have them for sale? Yeah,
1: because you basically you had you like had to rent movies, and it was like. It was, like, special. I remember when, like, E.T. Yeah. came out and it was, like, consumer-priced for, like, 20 or $30. And that was, like, oh, a wow. big deal because most movies that came out were priced at, like, 80 or $90 or something. Feel free to write in and tell us that I'm wrong. But my memory is that most movies that came out on, on like, VHS were priced, like, ridiculously high because people did not buy movies. The, the idea was that you... Would rent them, and then I think eventually, like Disney movies, for example, started to come out at like consumer pricing. But then they also had that whole thing of like it's going back in the vault. Oh uh, sure, sure. So you, there, everything was like a, a limited release because
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. This is starting to ring a bell for me. And I remember VCRs were super expensive when they first came out because yeah. I remember like my uncle got a VCR, and like my brother told me like oh it's like four or five hundred dollars. Yeah, like, wow. And
1: that was at the, you know, that's the pricing like back then. So like, think about, think about it, do do something about it. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, going back to Marvel Madness, that that is one of, I didn't own a ton of NES games, but that was one of the ones that I I did own. I feel like I actually bought a used copy of it.
0: Oh, cool. Nice.
1: Had you played it before you bought it? I... I honestly I don't I don't remember. I feel yeah. like I probably probably rented it or yeah. I saw it like for like cheap. Like it was like a cheap purchase. Yeah. So you, so we both were quite familiar
0: with this game. Yes. Cool.
1: As opposed to Mario Is Missing, which I, I had never
0: played <laughs> until we had to play it for right. the podcast. Yeah, Marvel even though I rented it, I feel like I knew it very well. Mm-hmm. It like kinda all came back when I played it.
1: Oh, yeah, for me, too. Yeah. It had been, I mean, it had been God knows how many years. Yeah. Like, decades. Decades. And I mean, I was like, oh, I know I know this level. I know these graphics. I know this music. Yeah.
0: Now, were you familiar with the uh, the lead designer's name, Mark Cerny? Uh, I was not. Was that a name that you've heard? Uh, yeah, like, I've heard it in, like, video game podcasts the past couple years, because he's now sort of, like, the chief architect at Sony of, like, the PlayStation. Oh my like, God! He ended up working. You know, he he made this game when he was, I think, eighteen. Uh, he had dropped out of college to work for Atari, and then you know bounced around, sort of working like for Sega in the nineties. He went on to consult for for Sony and helped like design the graphics engine for the PS2. Um, but his was basically the lead like designer of the p s four and p s five so he's still like he's now like kind of just this engineering Titan, oh man, yeah, and it all started with Marble Madness, yeah, I don't think it, it wasn't like the very first game he ever worked on, but I guess it was his magnum opus <laughs> at the time, <laughs> um but yeah, I guess this game was kind of a big deal at the time, just because it was like the first Atari cabinet to use an fM sound chip. Like the Yamaha DX7, it had like stereo sound, right? Yeah, that's right. A stereo. It also had like a trackball. That yeah. And after after playing it, I can't imagine (laughs) what it'd be like on a trackball.
1: Yeah, I mean, I apparently the trackball made it a lot easier than than the. uh, As I was, I was reading, I because I also read like a bunch of reviews after I was playing it. I was like, I want to see what other people think about playing this game. And people who said that they played it at the arcade. Found that the trackball was a lot easier. Um, I guess so you can control the speed. I guess so. The control is like sp-
0: more the angles of which you're
1: yeah you're going. They said that compared to the the D pad, uh, that it, that the that the trackball felt like they had a, a lot more control and it felt more intuitive. Yeah, um, which might explain. I mean, not to get too ahead of ourselves, but mm-hmm. that might explain some things <laughs>
0: <laughs> about how. Uh, murderously difficult it is. Yes, on the murder, NES controller. Murderously
1: difficult. I, I will say that I got less far now than I did as a
0: child. Oh really? Yes. I yeah, again, not to get ahead of ourselves, I did beat this game a couple of days ago. Um, but only through very vigorous uh save scumming. Oh yeah. I I I thought
1: about save scumming and then I is, is save scum is, is I'm not familiar with that terminology, but I'm guessing that's
0: where you just keep aggressively saving your save state.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought about doing that or doing the thing where like in my rom where I like I just keep rewinding. <laughs>
0: oh, sure, sure. Um
1: and I just I just I just went ahead and played it like I did as a kid and I yeah. did not get far at all. I think I got to the beginning I might I think I got to the beginning of the fourth level or like toward the end of the third level. Oh, yeah. But I I did not get as far as I did as a kid when I think I got like to the fifth level, possibly. Did you did you ever beat
0: it as a kid? No, never. I never beat it as a kid. Ever. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I think I made it to the fifth level once, which is I think the final level.
1: I think there's there's six levels, I think. Oh, there's
0: six? The yeah. the silly level?
1: <laughs> I think there's one past
0: silly. Yeah. It's called like the universe level or something like that, or yeah. ultimate level. Yeah, ultimate. I think,
1: right? There's there's yeah. practice, beginner intermediate intermediate extreme (laughs) yeah i think so silly and then i don't know yeah ultimate yeah silly i think is that the one where you go like uphill
0: you go uphill yeah i have a lot to say about the silly world
1: yeah i did not get as i did not get to the silly world this time
0: yeah yeah that's a rough one man Um, yeah
1: i mean should we just begin at the beginning yeah with
0: with this dive into our our own uh so we can we're basically there
1: for the listener
0: who who's like, what's
1: Marble Madness? Tell us what the gameplay is like and all that. Because
0: oh, that's a good point.
1: Let's let's uh, let's carry our let's hold our listener's hand and tell them <laughs> about Marble Madness. So, what is Marble Madness? D- what what is it?
0: Dear listener, Marble Madness is a game where you control a marble, um, basically through an obstacle course, uh, basically downhill through like an isometric, not really. I guess kind of a maze, but I guess more like an obstacle course, similar to like mini-golf meets M.C. Escher. Yeah, like mini-golf meets like an M.C. Escher labyrinth kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that Marvel game labyrinth, like it was like in the wooden box. Yeah. But
1: imagine it's like sloping downward and there's for the most part there's no walls so you can constantly fall off when you will all the
0: time yes <laughs> and uh interestingly there's no you don't have like a set number of lives you can die as much as you want but there is a timer and once the timer reaches 0 you're dead there it's game over yeah um yeah and there's it's interesting cuz there's multiple paths you can go you know, like there, are, you can say, okay, this looks too hard for my skill set. So maybe if I go around this other way, it's a little slower, but I know I'll fall less. Um, and there are different enemies too. Like there's another. Uh, I think it's. I looked up the uh, the instruction manual to get their names. And there's a marble called a Steely, which is your nemesis. And you get points if you knock that marble off and uh, break it. Oh, I didn't but, know that. Yeah. Uh yeah, the the point system is very obtuse in this game. Like there's these weird like tic-tac-toe boards on the practice level and apparently you get extra points by rolling onto those, but I couldn't make it happen. I didn't
1: I didn't I saw those and I was like how do you get over to them? I could not figure it out. Yeah,
0: I think you can just like momentum your way like up a ramp over to them. Uh and what's interesting about this game is you you were given a choice at least on the n e s version of playing um it basically says ninety degrees or forty five degrees so ninety degrees is just like up is up, down is down but forty five degrees means you can like tilt your controller and it just sort of fits better to like the isometric scale, although I found it was i had to do it at ninety degrees. I don't know about you
1: yeah i I did that too, and so that you you end up basically. You have to. You're you're always moving at an angle, so you're you're basically mashing two directions on the D pad at once. But that still feels more natural than like either rotating the D pad and and pressing one direction, yeah, or like in your mind saying like, okay, right is right and down, yeah, yeah. and and up is like up and left. It's so I just I just (laughs) mash you know, right and down and have it be like diagonal. It, it, the game would, would be a lot more playable if you had an analog joystick. Um, oh, totally. But but you don't uh, when you have a D-pad, so you just kind of have to make do. Right. I mean, the, playing a game like that, that's why I think a trackball is, is probably better, because playing a game like yeah. that on a digital D-pad is just so much more difficult. Because yeah, it really is being able to have like like the tiny incremental movements to like do like little changes in direction. You you don't have that. You basically have on a D pad you can move in four different directions, and that's it. And the game I think would benefit from a lot more like fractional options.
0: Yeah, because it, it wants you to be very precise, but it's just impossible on the D pad. And I feel like the game's major like challenge it offers is through how difficult <laughs> it is to control.
1: Yeah, and it's ins- insanely difficult.
0: Yeah, it really is. So what are some things I liked? Oh, you know what? Uh I actually like the graphics in this game. They're they're pretty simple for the most part, but I I kind of always like an isometric design. Uh and the color schemes are usually kind of like chill and soft, and there are a lot of cool details like there's sometimes where there are these, you know, bridges that lift up, and there's just like an animated hydraulic pump under it mm-hmm. to make it look like, oh, this is how this thing lifts up, which are just like kind of nice little details that didn't have to be there. Yeah, the graphics are like, it's almost like a like a future world. <laughs> yeah, it's got this 80s futurism <laughs> to it.
1: Uh, yeah, t- it's total like 80s futurism, kind of like yeah. um that game Arkanoid. Oh, sure, sure. Did you ever play Arkanoid?
0: Yeah, that has like an 80s futurism about it also, which I enjoy. Yeah, there's something about the, the design that just makes it seem bigger than it is. You know, it just seems like, oh, there's this huge like kind of space world surrounding these levels. Yeah. And that if I beat this game, maybe I'll get to the bottom of. And you don't.
1: <laughs> what What does happen when you beat the game?
0: Uh, I can actually text a picture to you. Because I took a screenshot. It's just a single screen that says "Congratulations, Left Player! You have completed the ultimate race." Amazing! And it gives you your points. Fantastic! <laughs> while a bunch of marbles fly all over the screen.
1: Yeah, back back in the day, a lot of these games did not uh, make you feel really rewarded. That's true for for the effort.
0: Yeah, like it was. I I guess it was kind of before like it really became a a thing to, to feel like you were really like getting a special yeah like you said reward for for being the game like something like mario 2 which is a whole like cinematic sequence
1: yeah because mario mario 1 doesn't really give you shit but mario 2 mario 2 that that like beautiful
0: music and the mario sleeping in the scroll although i'd say it's a classic uh storytelling faux pas of saying hey this is all just a dream (laughs) yeah It's true. That's that's cheating. That's bad (laughs) storytelling. That is bad storytelling.
1: It was all just a dream. It's all just a dream. Yeah. That music is so good though. The music at the end of Mario Two. Oh, it's classic. Those flat sixes. I could go on go (laughs) on and on about it. It's beautiful. Go on, Koji. I will. It's like a fun it's a fun one to I remember teaching myself how to play that. It's so nice.
0: Yeah, nice chord progression, nice melody. Mm. What do you think of the music in Marble Madness? Um, it's fine. Yeah. It's, it's um,
1: functional. It's very uneven. Yeah, I recognized it. I was like, oh, I remember this music. Yeah. Um, which is about the most I think I can say for it. it. I think it fits. There's something about it that also sounds like 80s future world. So I think it it totally fits the um it, it it doesn't feel inappropriate at all, you know? Right. Um I I I I I honestly I don't I don't know what else uh <laughs> they could have come up with. Uh I found fa- yeah. I found the sound effects really grating. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When you fall, that constant because you're constantly falling, like all of yeah. those sound effects. And then when you die, that little like arpeggiated thing that happens
0: oh yeah 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 ba-ram, 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 ba-ram.
1: I, but i also might just dislike it because i you I, died. I i died so much <laughs> i got game over so many times yeah
0: yeah i i thought the music was like some of it i like i, I feel like the first two levels are really good mm-hmm. and or like the 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 way the second level starts like i don't know i really like that and it, it just oh yeah yeah
1: yeah kind of like always the stuck minor... with
0: me that melody and that chord progression the minor key progression yeah
1: yeah that one is actually not bad yeah
0: And that's almost like an eastern european kind of uh it kind of reminds me of uh there's like a i think a wc piano piece called like passapied which i had to learn in college and it kind of has a similar feel to it. Or at least I remember like playing that song Mm be like, it sounds like marble madness. (laughs) Yeah. But then I I feel like after that, like Mm -hmm. the third world, it's kind of like very dour. It kind of has like these sinking, like minor and augmented chords that are just, it feels very heavy Mm -hmm. and there's kind of not like a lot of movement to them. So it doesn't, it's kind of not matching the energy of 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 the game to me, yeah, you want it to be
1: like exciting,
0: yeah, now I had a, a weird experience with the the silly level, yeah, let's talk about level four is called Silly Race, and this banner pops up on the screen that says everything you know is wrong, um, which is an excellent they might be giant song, oh, do you know that song but yeah, I have a real spotty, like, knowledge of their catalog. Like, I love what they do, but I, I'm not that, uh... I know, like, Flood. Flood's great. Nothing nothing wrong with Flood. <laughs> Flood's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, man. But, um... Yeah, the Silly Race music repeats. Like, it, I don't know, it's like maybe a 20-second loop. But it, um... It gets a little faster every time. Like, procedurally. So... It's meant to kind of just keep getting more and more tense. And I found that once I like paused to take some notes and when I unpaused, the music was like already a lot faster. So I guess the timer for how fast, how the music gets faster keeps going, like even when the game is paused. So it was like very frantic after I unpaused. Oh, that's
1: interesting that it just like, it doesn't know, that doesn't know how to pause that within the game. (laughs) I have to go back and listen to that because I, I didn't get I didn't get to the
0: silly level <laughs> on this uh on this playthrough. Yeah, it it looks like it's designed by a clown that hates you. Um so it it goes up instead of down. There are polka dots on the wall. There's a little like track, um, or like a little pit when you I don't know, maybe a third of the way through the level where you see enemies like you've seen before, but they're all miniature and you can roll over them and get like you know extra 3 points added to the timer. But um it's a uh, it's a real gruesome scene up there when you're rolling over these miniature enemies who've done nothing to hurt you. Uh and that's the silly race. That's uh I remember I remember that I think
1: that's as far as I ever got in the game when I played it. Yeah. Um it's I never got past that. So what is the what is the final level like? The
0: universe level? The final level is like, uh, it's uh, kind of a lot of stuff you've already seen, uh, for the most part. Um, but basically the very last section of it is, uh, you're, you're kind of going around this circular spiral bridge to the middle to get to the goal, but like the, the parts of the bridge keep disappearing and then reappearing like in sets of three. Yeah, you know, I feel like there's some Mega Man 2 levels like that, if you ever played that game.
1: You know what? I I have to say, Mega Man I know is a classic, and maybe that's yeah. maybe we should tackle a Mega Man eventually because Oh sure. I I always had a hard time with Mega Man because of again, it's like a difficulty thing.
0: Oh sure, yeah. Cause
1: I always found the gameplay of Mega after like like Mario was kind of like an entry point into like into I guess like modern gaming for me. Yeah. and I always found—I mean, the the controls in Mario One—I I was always like, "Oh, the controls in Mario One are like really hard." And then I played Mega Man games, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, these controls are so hard!"
0: Like, and all the weapons are a little different.
1: The yeah, yeah. for sure. But just they like li- just like controlling him, like the the just like his jumping and running, I find are like so to me are like so clumsy compared to like the smooth fluid controls in Mario games.
0: Yeah, so, I see what you mean.
1: So I always had a really hard time playing Mega Man games and I just died and died and died. And so eventually I was just like, you know like screw this.
0: I <laughs> I I cannot play these games. Were you did you start on the flashman stage? Because that that has uh ice all over. <laughs> well I I, the, I mean those were hard too but yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: I just I I just I kept dying in Mega Man yeah. games. I just I thought I thought they were just a constant barrage of enemies and oh, I didn't sure. I didn't yeah. know how to avoid avoid getting hurt. And then I found it really hard like the 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 controls, the controls I found were really difficult compared to what I was I was used to. I found them like really just something about them was like not very fluid.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I I was really hard into Mega Man Two when it came out, but uh and I played three but I wasn't, you know, as into them uh, as some other people were. It doesn't have that special of a place for me in my heart. But uh I see what you mean. Yeah, and like he he's like maybe just like a little heavier of a character, so like when you stop, he doesn't like really like slow down as he walks or as he runs, he just kind of stops mm-hmm. pretty quickly and that can be it's very different than Mario. Is there like a good I mean do
1: you know like a lot of the games is there like a good entry point in the series I, or I think
0: 2 is probably the best one and 3 is also good. I think a lot of people think consider those the best ones. And I I mean hell I'd be happy to play either of those for the game for the <laughs> for the podcast. Just
1: like another like an, like Metroid is like
0: another one where like I don't really know those
1: games. I know people say that that like Super Metroid is the best one I've heard. Absolutely.
0: It's one of the best games ever made. Super Metroid? Yeah. All right. I uh, I
1: gotta check that out then.
0: Absolutely. And it's on uh you can play that on your Switch. It's on the the oh, it, Switch online thing.
1: It is, isn't it? Yeah. Oh damn. You play All it on right.
0: the big screen, boy. Alright, I'll do it. Yeah. I mean it's it's great and it's If you ever played the original NES Metroid and got frustrated, like Super Nintendo or Super Metroid is a better design game in terms of like, I feel like it was maybe one of the first games that like really understood how to teach a player how to play it, Mm -hmm. you know, without needing a whole lot of words. It really just kind of like the level design is so good that it just kind of eases you into everything and kind of like teaches you. What's how to play it? Oh, that's great! I need a get. Ga- I need a game to teach me how to play it.
1: <laughs> it's true though, like because like I yeah. think like a great example of that is like Link to the Past. Oh yeah, same era, same same deal. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that to me is just like. I mean, that's probably my favorite game
0: of all time. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Unbeatable, unbeatable, unbeatable. I don't think even though I've replayed it a lot, I don't think I've ever gotten all the heart containers and link to the past. Yeah. I always think this is, this is the time I'm going to do it. And I never do. (laughs) Yeah. God, I've, I've replayed that game so many times, (laughs) even recently. I think I played it. Yeah. Last year when I first got the switch online thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We replayed it. We replayed it recently with, uh, with Walter
1: Mm -hmm. who just, he just loved it. He like, Flipped for it. He loved it so much. Oh, that's great! And it's great playing it on the Switch because you can rewind. Yeah, yeah. Save anywhere. Mm-hmm. You can rewind if you screw something up. Just go back. Yeah. The 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 Switch Online stuff is is golden like that. Totally. Gotta love that Switch Online. Love
0: Switch Online, and it's a bargain, man. What 20 bucks, a yeah, year? twenty bucks a year? Yeah, twenty bucks a year. Come One, on. I, mean, I never I never use it. <laughs> but I I'm glad that it's there that I can yeah, depend into those if I ever feel like it. It's great, man. It's so great. Yeah, yeah the only other thought I have, I had about Marble Madness is that I think there's like it's a game with a lot of ideas. Like I feel like it presents you with a lot of things but they just kind of come and go. Like even if it's that hydraulic lift or like the moving carpet thing. There's a lot of stuff you only see once. Right. It's a short it's a short game, right? Yeah. It's just the six levels. I feel like if this game were made now, it would be like a lot of levels that would only like each level would like really focus on one idea like a Mario game does. Because,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, I feel like a Mario game is really good about this is the ice level or this is the level like every level has like a thesis statement in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a level where you're going to be on swinging platforms. Or this is a level where you will climb vines a lot. And it just kind of, like, presents the idea in the first screen and then just kind of goes hard on that idea for the whole level. And what? I kind of wish Marvel Madness had done that.
1: Yeah, I guess it makes sense that, I mean, knowing that the game originally came out in 84 when you have like all those other games that like like you know like donkey kong and donkey kong junior yeah. like they uh, those games basically have like three or four screens and that's it yeah like you're not going to get like the fact that it had six six levels honestly is like
0: that's epic for its time <laughs> that's really true yeah yeah for an arcade game i mean this game was like kind of a hit for its time i think the year that it came out, or I had some stat. I think it was like the second most popular arcade game in 1985.
1: Yeah, I was reading about about how successful it was and how much people loved it, and I was like, "Oh, really?
0: Wow!" Yeah, and like we said, it was ported to like ten different systems, all the way up to the Genesis. Yeah, that it, that really it really blew my
1: mind. Yeah, reading about that the other night because. In my mind, this whole time, it was just like like medi- mediocre NES game. <laughs> yeah. And I had no idea that it was the super successful arcade game yeah. that had all these ports and that it was so loved. And maybe if I had had the chance to play it in an arcade in its heyday, I would have had a, a different perspective on it. And I don't know also if mm. like it was one of those games that you like... I imagine you could just like keep feeding quarters into it if you mm. kept dying until you got to the end of the game. Oh, sure. I mean, that was the point of a lot of these games, right? Is that you would, you would just keep feeding quarters into it yeah, uh, and, until you beat it. Like I remember for me, one of those games was um, the Simpsons arcade game.
0: Oh, classic.
1: Yeah. And you just kept dying and dying. Um, and then I I just kept putting quarters in again and again. To get as far in it as I could until I ran out of quarters. Um, I mean, a totally different kind of game, obviously, but the idea is the same: is that those to make the game as hard as possible, so you just keep feeding quarters into it to see how far you can get.
0: Yeah, it's funny. I don't think I've ever seen a marble uh, uh arcade cabinet. Oh no! Like at a barcade or anything like that.
1: Yeah, that's true. And and like I I loved going to barcade. Yeah. In in the before times (laughs) to uh to you know get my retro gaming fix, but I I don't think I've seen a Marble Madness cabinet. And I wonder if the trackball I know that those trackball games are notorious for being hard to maintain.
0: I was just wondering the same thing. I bet that's true.
1: So like I because I know that like those those kind of games tended to break a lot, and I know like what like centipede i think is one of those oh i've seen i've seen centipede cabinets around
0: yeah i guess it's probably more popular though
1: yeah i mean there were like there were like so many centipede cabinets i saw
0: saw yeah so i mean that's such an iconic game yeah and uh crystal castles was another one Oh, you were like a bear collecting crystals.
1: I remember crystal, <laughs> like I vaguely remember crystal castles, but yeah. yeah, that was a trackball game too, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. And that's definitely at the barcade and Gramercy or wherever that one is that you and I went that one time.
1: Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember hitting up that, that barcade in like like the 20s, the West 20s.
0: Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. yeah that's a good one.
1: It was a good one back in the day. Back in the, the before times, In the before times, having a couple brews, playing some retro yeah. games.
0: I don't. I also. I don't think I've had like a beer in several months. Yeah, it's not like my home drink.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What's your home drink?
0: Uh, Manhattan, Manhattan or a martini?
1: Oh, nice. Yeah. I just, I just had a cider right now. Oh, nice. Nice. Just so the listeners can know what's, what's up.
0: I, I've been drinking a chamomile tea that's not very good.
1: Oh. Yeah. Uh, gotta get a better tea.
0: I do. I'm really good about uh, if we get something that's no good, I like to drink it. Or I, I like to consume it so that it, I can just get rid of it. So that's yeah. where I'm at with this tea.
1: Like you keep making it? Ah. Like you've made, you've made it previously and didn't like it, so you made it again?
0: Yeah. Or I see it in the tea thing, I'm like, well, I gotta get rid of these, so... Oh Someone's man. Someone's gotta drink it.
1: Don't do that. <laughs> Just chuck it, man. Check, check it all. Yeah, because we have some good teas. <laughs> Make the good tea and throw away the bad tea.
0: You only live once, man.
1: Yeah, I know. You it only is, live you only live once, tea. so only drink the good tea.
0: <laughs> uh, welcome S- to pres- Tea Talk, our podcast within a podcast. Welcome to Tea Talk.
1: It's Tea Talk. <laughs> Where you're drinking the good tea,
2: throwing away the bad. Throwing away the bad.
0: That's good. I have segments good.
1: within segments.
0: Well, speaking of segments, uh, should we move on to ratings? <laughs> yeah.
1: How do we uh what's the how do we rate this one?
0: Yeah, what's our scale? Um well, something we didn't talk about that I love so much are these like green worms that will eat your marble that are called marble munchers.
1: That's what they're called.
0: Yeah, according to the manual. Um which I can send you a link to right please, now. Please, please do. I would love to see the manual for yeah. this. Bringing it all back. Um so I I feel like this is a game that is important in gaming history but is not aged that well. So I'm going to give it I don't know a a generous seven out of ten marble munchers i'll um i'm gonna give it a a five
1: out of ten shattered marble fragments
0: <laughs> wow. wow, crushing, crushing an average of six, yeah yeah, okay, I think that's
1: fair, yeah, I think that's fair
0: yeah mark mark certainly doesn't need our uh approval. <laughs>
1: He doesn't. sounds like he's doing just
0: fine. Right. I keep buying PlayStations from him, so. He must be doing something right. That's true. Uh, Well, it seems like it's about time for our favorite segment, What Makes It Sing?,
2: That shattered all over my
1: ass. Picking up the pieces <laughs> of the glass that shattered all over my marble ass. <laughs> hmm. Picking up the shattered glass of my marble ass tonight. <laughs> picking up the pieces, pieces
2: of shattered glass. My shattered marble asshole Picking up the pieces
1: of the shattered glass From my my shattered marble ass Shattered glass
2: From my shattered marble ass Yeah, yeah, yeah Baby. (laughs) Baby 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 Baby, Ooh. oh my sweet, sweet marble munchin', baby.
0: Kind of want to go back to that C sharp minor, like. Do, 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 do. Marble munch, baby. Sweet marble nest. Oh, marble yes.
2: marble,
0: marble munchin' munch, nice That's yeah. with me tonight.
1: that's good, I like that marble
2: munching ass with me tonight my baby's munching ass with me tonight (laughs) baby's munching marbles all night
1: long munching marble madness all night long (laughs) i take a look at this instruction booklet Marble munchers, avoid them or you'll lose a marble.
0: Oh no. I can also see like a version of the song where it's it's like pinball wizard except about marbles.
1: Ever since I was a marble <laughs> <laughs>
2: Marvel traveling down the hill. Marvel traveling where nobody ever
1: will. I'm always run down, I'm always run down that hill. Where am I going? I won't know till I get there. Always standing in my way, always standing in my way. Oh, still is always standing in my way. <laughs> I was running down that road I was running down that hill I'm gonna catch your woman <laughs> Steelers don't you come now for me won't you come down for me Steelers no 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 <laughs> Steel is always rolling and trying to break me down. Oh, don't you break me down. no oh, Steelers, don't you try to break me down. No, oh, <laughs> Munchers always trying to, uh, Munchers always on and trying to jump on my brain and trying to do me insane. No, oh, don't you drown me, in Munchers. No, you know, i going to don't me down, 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 no, dumb dumb
2: try to break me down.
1: Now, yeah, Munchers on my back, got my steelies on my side. i not going to take me for a ride down those hills of pride. Don't you don't know, won't you get me going? Well, the madness takes control of the marble in my soul. I said, don't you know, I got to keep on going. Which, which way do I go? The hill? Lord, I do not know.
2: To I cross that goal line
1: oh the madness takes control (laughs) once again (laughs) oh there's a marble in my soul the marble takes control and I gotta know do you love me oh pretty mama do you love me (laughs) Oh, sweet mama, come on.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. Wild in my
0: soul, it fills another
2: hole. Man takes control. Don't want a woman. Wild in my soul, Lord, it fills another hole. Man takes control. Mm. Mm. Man takes control of me now.
1: Madness takes control. It got me rolling down, 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 down again, 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 again. I'm rolling down, 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 down. I'm rolling down, down, down to the goal. Oh yeah, madness takes control. I'm just rolling to the goal. Yeah, there you go down 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 to down to down 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 to down 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 to down 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 again. I'll sit down 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 to down
0: That's really good.
1: I'm rolling down, down to down, down, down to down, down, down to down, 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 woman. I'm rolling down, 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 down down, down 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 I'm rolling that's so so fucking
0: stupid, but I kind of love it. Yeah, that's really good. No, that's the. So what do you think it like starts with the slower thing like And that's sort of like the intro.
1: It's a mini rock opera in two yeah. parts. <laughs> it's a mini rock opera in two parts. It is.
0: The first is marble. The second is madness, isn't
1: it? Yeah, it's in it. The first part is marble. The second part is madness. That's how, that's how this how how the madness takes control in Imajra. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think it'd be funny if it like, if it goes, you know, we we do all these down and down more and down
2: and down and down and down and
0: down and 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 down 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 down
2: down down
0: hmm yeah um but it's about I'm my picking up the pieces of my shattered marble ass
2: picking up the pieces of my shattered marble <laughs> My shattered marble glass.
0: Well, we do it. <laughs> do we write the song? I mean, I feel like there's probably uh, some work to do in uh, the logicking of it, but uh, I think it's all, actually, I think there's a lot there. Yeah, man, that's, I think we got it. <laughs> we got it.
1: Anything, anything more than that is overkill.
2: My brain, marble madness, driving me insane. Picking up the pieces of the shattered glass from my shattered marble glass. Sweet marble munching, baby, ah, sweet marble munching, baby, where'd you go? down the hill Marble traveling where nobody ever will I'm always running down, always running down that hill Where am I going? I won't know until I get there, baby They're always standing in my way Always standing in my way Old Steel is always standing in my way Always trying to break me down Trying to knock me off the edge Oh, you, you won't break me down No, 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 you won't break me down don't break me down, 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 down. Don't break me down, 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 No, you won't break me down. Always running down that road, rolling down that hill till I find you, woman. woman. Steel is always rolling, always rolling. do break me down, don't break me down, don't break me down, steel. don't try to break me down. Take control of the marble in my soul But baby, don't you know I gotta reach the goal Which way do I go? Tell me, which way do I go? Lord, do I do not know do I cross that goal line Oh, the madness takes control once again Oh, there's a marble in my soul And I just gotta know Do you love me? Oh, pretty mama Do you love me? pretty mama, that's loving The madness takes control of the marble in my soul, it just fills another hole, pretty baby. The madness takes control of the marble in my soul, and I'm just rolling to the goal. I'm rolling down and down and down and down and down 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 I'm rolling to down down, to
1: down, down 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 I'm rolling to down, down to down, down, down again.
0: fun that was going down and down and down yeah it was I, yeah.
1: F- I feel like i feel like my marble is is actually pretty pretty happy now and no oh, longer, yeah absolutely. no longer
0: mad yeah we cleared out the space madness from our marble
1: i had a mad marble but now that marble is glad as is, is glad it's so <laughs> i feel like i've got garble gladness now which is <laughs> is the uh the unreleased sequel uh which is probably for the best.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with this. No, nah, I, I take it back. I, I kind of wish this game had a sequel. I'd like to see, like, the polished version of this game. Of But yeah. maybe if this song takes off, it'll breathe some life into the dying embers of Marble Madness. Yeah. Uh, Eli, do you have anything to plug? Where can we find you online? Where can you find can me? Can we on... find you online?
1: Well, uh, you know, if you pop open your AOL instant messenger, you'll uh <laughs> <laughs> uh you know, I, I don't really have anything to to plug right now, but you can always go to my my website, you know, eliboland.net, and you'll find all of my uh, you know, smash hits, <laughs> tunes, uh, you know, smash hits to hum. Uh, you know, my my old uh forty-fives and and whatnot you can go there uh but yeah that's that's all i've got right now i don't i don't have anything coming out immediately because we're in the middle of a global pandemic (laughs) but but uh i can definitely recommend listening to this podcast
0: absolutely do you have like a do you want to give out your twitter handle or anything oh sure yeah
1: my twitter my twitter handle my instagram uh is is my name eli bolin e-l-i-b-o-l-i-n and uh, you can find me there if you want to tweet at me, or whatnot. I uh, I'm pretty good about responding, so yeah, you can find me there on the on the interwebs or verified. Uh, yeah, I'm I am I am verified on Twitter. They won't verify me on Instagram because uh because they uh, I don't I don't qualify. They don't tell you why you don't qualify, but huh. that's all right because I consider myself an unqualified success. <laughs> <laughs> And you can you can write both of us at, at Bid Parade Pod. But Mike, what do you got to plug?
0: Uh not a whole lot. I mean you can you can check out my website at Mikepetri.com. Uh I'm also on Twitter and Instagram. I'm more on Twitter than Instagram, but uh, Mike Petri at just at Mike Petri. That's P-E-T-T-R-Y. Um and if you're on uh, if you're playing the PlayStation, you can play Epic Dumpster Bear one or two. Or Jank Brain, those are three games that I wrote music for. And they're kind of, I don't know, kind of like in the world of like Donkey Kong Country or Sonic. Uh, Their platformers are pretty fun. Um, Let's see, all the music in this episode was by the two of us. And our cover art is by Nicole Wong, who you can follow on Instagram at nerdfaithartish. And that's artish with a sh at the end. That's Not right, X, and there's yeah. an
1: there's an underscore at the beginning too. Gotta oh, did I say that? Sorry, underscore nerd faith artish. Yeah, and she is amazing. The art that she made for us is is really phenomenal, and we're so grateful to her for that. Oh yeah,
0: we didn't have it. when We recorded the first episode, so so
1: we were we weren't able to to plug her then. So now now we are able to, and we're so so happy about what she created for us.
0: Yeah, it looks so good.
1: So uh, be sure to subscribe to Bit Parade on your favorite podcatcher. Please rate and review us as it is especially helpful for new podcasts. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at bitparadepod. uh, And email us at bitparadepod at gmail.com with questions or game suggestions. We've already been getting a lot of great game suggestions uh, have been tweeted at us or put in comments uh, on our Instagram page. So please keep them coming. We already have... Uh, So many great suggestions, and we're really excited to try and tackle them for you guys.
0: Yeah. Well, this has been Bit Parade with Mike Petrie and Eli Bolin. We'll see you in two weeks when we tackle Out of This World for Super Nintendo and other platforms. Until then, keep on rolling down that hill. No, <laughs> keep on rolling to the goal. <laughs> keep rolling to the goal. One, two, three. Keep rolling to the goal. <laughs> One more time. One, One, two, two, three. Keep keep rolling rolling to the goal.
1: goal.
0: (laughs) And I'll fix it in post. Don't worry. (laughs) All right. All right. Have a good week, everybody. everybody.